Welcome to Pios in 5, a podcast at Meredith College that allows us to have a quick, insightful conversation with students, alumni, and employees. I'm your host, Tom Perry, and joining me today is men's soccer coach Joe Bergen. Joe, a 1986 graduate of Marietta, has played an instrumental role in turning the program around since he returned in 2013. Now he's helping the Pioneers navigate a wild fall semester that includes no competition this fall and hopefully a conference-only season in the spring. Joe, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, TP, for having me. Appreciate it. Sure. Well, um, as we always do, we just get right into the questions and keep this going. So, uh, you know, want to ask just what has been the biggest challenge this semester in regard to your student-athletes? With everything going on, what have you had to really navigate? Well, the disappointment of not having a season, um, that was immediate. While that has worn off a little bit, we still are having challenges of keeping the kids engaged uh, like we normally do, because at this time of year, we're knee-deep in a season, uh, and we're not even into what would be considered a normal practice yet. We've been doing different things, conditioning, uh, and those kind of things. So it, that's made it a challenge to keep the guys engaged uh, and going and, and not running around and doing things that they shouldn't be doing in this COVID era. Well, that kind of gets me to the next question then. You know, as you said, you're not going to be playing any competitive soccer this semester, but you are back on the field, which is a, is a good sign, and uh, we know things are at least uh, moving in the right direction. So can you talk a little bit about how that's going? I mean, I know it's really early. I know it's, you know, the kind of uh, early stages for, for practicing, like you said, not, not even maybe full practicing yet. But uh, what are you enjoying most about the idea, and maybe in the guys as well, of just being back on the field? Well, just that, Tom. We're, we're back on the field. We're together. We're together three times a week on the field, three times a week in the weight room. Uh, so it gives us some sense of normalcy, uh, the fact that we're together. Not 100% normalcy, obviously, because no games to work towards, but the fact that we can have a ball out on the field now you know, and, and do a more normal practice. The, the first two weeks was tough. That was the getting phase. We were just waiting. And then you had to go through the strength and conditioning. Then you had to go through the pods section. And now you can expand your pods. Uh, and we're almost to the point where we can have a normal practice, providing the boys and the, the campus continue to do the things to mitigate the, uh, the spread of COVID-19. So it has been nice to have them back out. They have been more uh, – they've enjoyed it, let's say. Uh, but, again, we're all missing the games because we'd be playing somebody tomorrow. We'd be getting ready for a game tomorrow. And – we would have had a game on Wednesday, and that, that, that's a, a major bummer for the kids, for sure. Well, you're not alone in this. I mean, everybody else in the OAC is going through this. Everybody in Division Three is going through this. Have you had a, an opportunity to speak to other coaches? Um, I mean, obviously you're still recruiting because high schools are playing. I mean, what has that part been like for you? Are you able to get advice from folks? How are you guys helping each other, if you are at all? Well, a couple of different things. The OAC has its own set of rules that we are adhering to. And everybody in the OAC is at a different stage because it depends upon when they started back in class. And then you have someone like John Carroll who is not in class, they're remote this semester, so they're not even doing anything. So it's tough to talk to other schools about it because everybody's different. You know, Somebody might be in phase two or somebody might be in phase three and we might be in phase one just because they started school earlier or they, they had an agreement that they could only do a week in the gating phase instead of the two weeks. So everybody's a little different. And then frustratingly, so you look across social media and you see D1 playing games. And then you see other D3 schools from the get-go having normal practices. Uh, that's been frustrating for the boys, and we've had to navigate that a little bit. 
because they don't understand that we have our set of rules that we need to adhere to, uh, even though other schools and then D1 world uh, are out there doing different things. So the biggest disappointment is the boys see the D1 games, and, and we're not talking about you know, power five schools. We're talking about, you know, just regular D, mid-major D1 schools playing games, and they don't understand why we can't do it. Uh, so, you know, working our way through that has certainly been a challenge. And is there an impact on recruiting, do you think, too? I mean, as you're in that process now when you're trying to explain to recruits what it is that you're doing, how have you had to have that conversation? Well, I don't, I don't think there's an impact negatively because we're not having a season. We have to explain to them, and, and for the most part, they understand it because everybody's pretty much in the same boat, not playing games. Um, but the impact on recruiting has been that, that you know, we normally we have a good list of 2021 graduates going into the spring of this current calendar year. Now, we usually, uh, you know, get more names on that list throughout the spring and all the tournaments, tournaments that we normally go to. Well, those all got wiped out. Um, so we're, our list is only about half of what it normally is, um, and we don't foresee you know, showcase tournaments coming back anytime soon in full force. So that's left us to go into high school games, which you know down here in Southeast Ohio, that means you're driving two hours to get to a high school game uh, of a higher quality, let's say. So that's, that's a challenge because we've never done that before. We never go to high school games because during the season, they're playing the same time we are, and we, there's just no way for us to get to them during the season. So we're obviously going to high school games now, working with kids that we have already identified, and then trying to find new ones. So it has made an impact on recruiting, but it's not going to be a detrimental impact. We'll, we'll overcome it. We'll figure out ways to get it done, just like everybody else is. Uh, and the kids understand that. And D1, you know, they, they still can't do anything. Uh, so that actually has helped us a little bit because it's a lot of other guys that we might get a sniff at in a normal year, maybe not, but this year we might be able to get a sniff at it because they are getting contacted by the D1 schools. Okay, just one more question, and we'll wrap this up. And I, you know, talked to a few other folks about this, but if the spring season happens the way it's supposed to, it's going to be OEC competition only. What are your thoughts on just getting to play, really, rival after rival, week after week? It's, you know, uh, something's on the line every time you go out and play. Well, it's going to be a sprint to the finish uh, because you don't have those nine or ten non-conference games to figure out your best lineup, figure out where this guy fits and where that guy fits. That's not going to happen. Um, we're going to go right into a game, and we're going to go right into Ohio Northern, you know, one of the best schools, uh, programs in our conference. So that's a challenge that we have to figure out, but it's exciting that, you know, if we can think a little bit ahead that we're going to have an actual season of 10 games in the spring, which we've never done before. You know, spring is usually just 15 practices in one game day. Uh, now we're going to be able to have 10 games uh, and have a conference champion and, you know, fly through a conference schedule. Now, the bad side of that is if you drop a couple of games at the start of the season, like we have done the past couple of years in conference, well, that's going to be tough to come back because you only got two teams making the final game to, to determine the winner. So there's challenges there that, uh, you know, we've never had to deal with before, but that's exciting. Uh, and I know the guys are looking forward to that. Another piece to the whole puzzle is that normally in a fall season, you get two weeks of preseason practice and then you're playing games, which is never enough. And the NCAA doesn't particularly want to hear that it's not enough from the Division Three standpoint. This year in the spring, 
we're going to get six weeks of practice before our first game. So that's obviously completely different. Now, we got to come up with six weeks worth of practice, and that could be a challenge because we've never done that before. But that's going to give us an opportunity to get ready for the season in a different way than we never have before. So that's kind of fun. The, the downside of the whole thing is if we start practice February 1st, man, I'm going to be cold. You know, I spent too many years in California. I, I'm not used to that cold February weather out in the field. So got to bundle up on the uh, parkas. But all in all, I think the guys are genuinely excited. And that's what's keeping us going in the fall is that we do have that spring to look forward to. As spring gets wiped out, ah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough to keep the kids engaged. But I don't, at this point, don't see any reason why it would get wiped out. Um, so that's something for, the, for us as a program to uh, really put our minds to and get to work after. Well, Joe, thank you very much for the update on everything that's going on and joining us here on Pios and Five. Uh, we hope that you get to have that season and wishing you the best the rest of this semester. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the time.